my beautiful abominations. Welcome to Creepy Critters, the podcast where we discuss cryptids in a somewhat lurid manner. I am Fiona, and with me this week is... It's it's me, Jesse. It's I'm always Jesse. Boo! <laughs> Je- Jesse? Yes? Were your people, uh, were your people made extinct because of deforestation? Um, no, it's mostly because we, we didn't, we, we didn't get up to get our food and we just kind of slept and then bleh. I feel like, I feel like that's a more deserved extinction than yeah. either the squonk or our animal of today, the, uh, Kalanuru. I don't know if that's actually how you say it because I couldn't find a pronunciation guide to this one. But that is our cryptid of today. They used to be with us, and now they live on as ghosts. Yep. Well, much like all the cavemen and women and thems, cave thems. Do they? Um. Yeah. yeah they oh. they live on with us. I like. I will discuss this forever. But the lack of cavemen ghosts is so disturbing. We need more cavemen ghosts. We need more cowboy ghosts. We need more just like regular people. You know, like. You know, like your neighbor that died, like before they got married or something, and like they have like business. Oh, I feel like those ghosts are all 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 around. I feel like that the the normal people ghosts are the ones that turn into oh, this old lady who used to eat children because she didn't eat children. She was just your neighbor's wife who died. But alas, it got scarier over time because ghosts are inherently scary. You know, what's not scary. A ghost that doesn't—that's pre-language. No, that's even more scary. No, it's not. Oh, like you get scared away with fire. Well, you could probably scare away with a lighter. It'd be like, oh no. We'll go, okay, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. but but what's scarier, the humanoid, the humanoid thing that follows you around, and then you go, would you like some coffee? And it goes, oh yes, I'd love some coffee. And you sit down and you talk about their life and you find out about them, and it's like therapy, but for dead people. Is that better, or is it better if it just grunts at you? I say, well, if it just grunts at you, it's scary. If it just grunts at me, that just means it's living the amprim life that we all deserve. I still say it's scary. Okay, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm out here for the caveman, you know, living the, the good life. You know, they, the they, good life yeah. where you died of a cold. And I, as an immunocompromised person in 2021, I may yet die of a cold. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's you know, but, you know, all of their people died of cold because, you know... So, you know, some, sometimes one of them had a nosebleed. They didn't know how to stop it. You know? Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, so let's live that imprim life, you know? <laughs> let's shave 40 years off of our lifespan. Again, you I'm know, pretty sure I'd be dead already. But <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what really ruined humans? <laughs> language. Let's go pre-language. Yeah. Oh, God, I think I'd kill myself. <laughs> no, I refuse. I reject your premise. <clears throat> even, okay. even the Kalanuru. Our tale of today has language. Mm, they met their what? end. They uh, mostly seem happy. So, you know. Okay. They're, they're yeah. happier than the squonk. Well, which the squonk is just our... has depression. Well, the squonk yeah. needs some SSRIs. But the squonk also had habitat destruction. So, you know, we're just blazing through cryptids who lost their home. It's just that these ones also, um, you know, are ghosts now. Maybe should, the should could I be say the phrase? Should, should I say the phrase that I hate? Yes. It turns turns out humans were the real monsters. Oh, I hate that. I know. I hate that phrase. It's so bad. Yeah, that's that's how the eco fascists get you. 
Exactly. Um, <laughs> it turns out, it turns out, humans weren't the monsters. They most of them were just like uh, they didn't know what they're doing, uh, being led by someone who probably knew what they were doing. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Ish. So, so our ghosty boys, and I will say boys, uh, though they come in all genders of today, are from Madagascar. Uh, I'm gonna say best thing to come out of Madagascar since those annoying penguins that everybody who weren't annoying those, at the beginning. Did you those not penguins see? are actually very funny. No, that those shows. The show is like actually one of the better written cartoons I've watched in my life. Okay, I haven't Madagascar seen penguins. the show. Yeah, I've all I've seen is they were kind of cute in the first one, and then they got turned into like minions, but for people who aren't sixty years old. Yeah, I mean... But if the yeah. actual thing is good, then... Yeah, the actual thing's pretty different. good. Okay, well, I will I will have to give the penguins of matter. <laughs> These guys are cuties. Um, so they're humanoids, so they kind of sort of look like us. Uh, if we were smaller, okay. hairier, and okay. had fang. So, so far, I'm digging it. Fine, I'm fine with that at the moment. Gets a bit weirder. Their legs are on backwards. It feels like my leg is on backwards sometimes, so you know. Yeah, but also like their feet face the other way. I'm not exactly mm. sure how they walk, because like that's not good. That's not great. So, I'm trying to. I'm not. I'm not here for that bit. But their eyes glow red. So so far we have short, hairy people with backwards legs, red eyes, and big fangs. Uh. Unsurprisingly, their personal hygiene isn't fantastic, so their hair and their fingernails aren't cut. But why would you if you live in a cave in Madagascar? Why uh, would you when you're working from home? Yeah, see? They get exactly. it. We get it. I live in a cave, basically. I don't know why people decided that was something that needed to be noted, but, you know. Um, they mostly live alone, so again, no need to cut your hair. Uh, they... Mostly eat raw meat, and they have voices that are so whiny that they scare dogs. So those are the little monsters that we are discussing today. What really, what you're describing is just like a like a toddler with like like a growth hormone, mm-hmm. hair growth hormone. That's what you're describing. Just just hair, well, and fangs. Oh, I, I mean, they. I don't know. Like we technically, we almost have fangs. We it doesn't almost take much. have fangs. I, I think the thing that I'm genuinely actually jealous of is the glowing red eyes. I want glowing red eyes. Why can't I have glowing red Like, I can kind of get some LEDs implanted by my eyes, but no, I want glowing red eyes. Well, I would like I'm, to make a complaint with evolution. Why don't we have those? I've been going on this rant a lot, but, you know, maybe maybe if the military would release more of their prosthesis research, we would have it. Yes, just, I'm just saying, like, like I, I've, I think I've done this rant five times already, mostly <laughs> this on this because one. You want to be a cyborg? I want not human flesh is weakness. Okay, I just, I, I need podcast listeners to understand this. I have invited Jesse to numerous uh, virtual get-togethers because, of course, I have. It's just you know, playing Discord games, a casual hangout, and I swear to God, Jesse and my friends every time end up getting in an argument about whether or not being a cyborg is a good thing. Well, first off, it is. Second off, we have the technology right now. 
We've had it for a decade. One of my friends who is part cyborg does not agree with you. So, So, I mean, I I take no... I'm just looking for nanites that can fix my uh, joints. Well, I mostly just want better. Like, but we do have, like, right now we do have, uh, like, prosthesis that is almost one for one that reads the uh, the the nerve uh, ending signals. We have it right now. We've had it for a decade. It wouldn't I be mean, hard that's... to. It wouldn't even be that expensive because the parts for it aren't that expensive. And plus, three D printing is easier than ever. Why do I not have robot leg right now? Okay, so that's that's a good point. I think my counter-argument is that if you have what I have, which is a a soft tissue issue, which now rhymes, uh, right now they can replace my ligaments with corpse ligaments, and why would I ever swap that out for cyborg stuff when I could be a walking corpse? You can be both. You could have you could you could augment your corpse leg with some cybernetics I feel around like if, the corpseness. If we rely too heavily on the cybernetics, they're going to stop off, off. They're going to stop offering me corpse parts, and I don't feel like I can turn that down. Well, you know what's real good? If you have a bionic leg, you could make more corpses. That's true, and then we can get their bones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, no, it's. Like I feel, I feel like I feel like our bone cult is is partially transhumanist as long as you don't get rid of your bones or give us your bones when you get get rid of yeah, them. Just give us your bones. No, also I I realize this because I I don't know if I told you this, but I I just feel like this needs to be acknowledged and bless him for it. Um, when when I got told about the corpse ligaments, I didn't realize until like two months ago. That the surgeon was probably telling me that to put me off of the idea because he was about to tell me, but it doesn't matter what we do, you're fucked. I think he was trying to say that so I'd be like, ew, I don't want corpse bits in me. But what actually happened is he told me that and I got really excited, like overly thrilled at the idea that they were going to start putting corpse ligaments in me. And the fact that I was so happy and then he had to turn around and be like, but also, it probably won't help that much. It's like, God damn it! <laughs> it's, it's like, set me up to fail. <laughs> it was like bringing bringing a child into a candy shop and saying, "Like you can't have any of this," and then leaving. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what he did. <laughs> God damn it! He was. I, I want to be a Frankenstein monster now. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I'm I'm sorry. That was supposed to gross you out. It's like you have just spent the last hour flopping bits of my body about and telling me that I bend like a doll and you do- and and that didn't put me off. Why do you think saying and now we're gonna make you half corpse would put you off? No. Anyway, just okay. just notes just just in case any any surgeons happen to be listening, if you know, if you're trying to tell somebody what Ellis Danlos syndrome actually means, just just tell them what it means. Don't go off on corpse tangents and give people false hope hopes that maybe they'll be half corpse bride. Don't do it. Just, this is just a note. Yeah. I, I'm emotionally resilient, but just a note. Just tell them what it is. Don't. Because I'm so disappointed that the minute one of them properly breaks forever, I'm demanding corpse parts and there's nothing you can do about it in HS except tell me no. Anyway. Oh. Tangent officially gone on. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of things. I mean, they, they will eat you. Um, so it kind of, I mean, kind of, well, maybe. Uh, I the, mean, so, it, uh, so, so yeah. the, the um, have gotten a bit of a reputation recently 
um, as being kind of mean? Does stealing children and eating them count as mean? I feel like that counts as mean. It does, but also, like, without child murder, th- this uh, this podcast would have nothing. Yeah. So, well, there's that. Thank thank you for yeah. your service. Um, yeah. Yeah, what what is what is an episode of Creepy Critters without mentioning some sort of child murder? Yeah, some children have to die in service to this podcast. But the thing so the thing is, right? So you're you're a culinary, you are living a happy cave forest life, and then somebody killed all of you, and now you're a spirit. And you wanna and, and what they decided to do was be our friend. That's what the culinary decided. They decided, okay. Our habitat got destroyed, but let's be friends with people. So, you go out into the forest and you're like, I would like a friend, please. Can I have you as my friend, the Kalanuru? And then they say yes, right? Yeah. And and apparently, after they say yes, they will be your best friend for life. Absolutely. Oh, that's what I want. Best buddy. They can, uh, they can heal you if, if you really need to be healed. They can... Uh, help you be clairvoyant which is are you are you clairvoyant if you're using a spirit tell us so i would okay so Hmm. here's what i would argue Mm -hmm. humans are already minorly clairvoyant or we wouldn't be able to function because we have to be able to somewhat predict what is about to happen in order for us to do stuff now i know what they mean but i will say the fact that you can throw a ball and get it at least in the ballpark at where you want it to go means you have to do so many, like, so many things. You have to be able to predict, like, so many little different factors. And if you're able to get it in the spot you wanted to, you're kind of predicting the future there. Also, you have to know what's going to happen whenever you're, like, walking up and downstairs without looking. Like, you have to be able to imagine what the future is going to be so you can actually act it out. I mean, I feel like just getting into a priori versus a posteriori knowledge and I have to break out the David Hume at this point. Do, do I do I have to break out the David Hume? I mean, I, I gotta tell you that more people should read David Hume, especially in America, because he did write just the best takedown of creationism ever that is mostly about what you were talking about there. But it's also like if I wa- so if I walk down a beach, and I see a fucking watch on the beach, why do you think I'm gonna assume that somebody made it? I'm not gonna assume that somebody made it. Have you ever cut open like a cat? It's really complicated. So is the watch? The fuck's wrong with you people? Anyway, I feel like that was a valid point. They'll be your best friend. They'll help you be clairvoyant. Uh and. People actually uh, will go to people's houses and have it set up like confession. It'll be like a confession booth, um, but a confession booth you only go into at night, and you can sit there and ask ask your friend, "Hello, I would like to know some clairvoyant shit," and your friend will ask their little Kalanura buddy, who will then give you the answers. They also occasionally visit you in your dreams and tell you not to do shit i mean th- that sounds okay you know sans the child murder i mean so far yes i think i but i think the reason that they get such a hard time is because they they don't make friends very well 
So, like, there's there's kind of a cultural thing associating them with alcoholism, and they don't drink alcohol. They just made some bad friends. It sounds like the neurotypicals are at it again. That's what it sounds like. I think like. the neurotypicals are at it again. So, the the poor Kalanaru, they're just trying to live their life. They're not doing anything bad, but because they made some bad friends. Like, okay, so we get the child murder, right? Yeah. But there's another one where they come and kidnap the kids, but they only come and kidnap the kids because their parents were shitty. And then once the parents stopped being shitty, they gave them their kids back. So they're kind of being social services. Yeah, that's just, that's for, just social services. Yeah, just for like really remote people in Madagascar who might not have access to social services. I'm I'm just I'm just saying I'm here for it. I th- I you know what I'm, I'm you know uh, forgive me if this sounds if this sounds bad but I think the neurotypicals need to just fuck off and just let people live their <laughs> lives. <laughs> I mean, are we saying that the Kalanuru are not neurotypical in this scenario? I, I'm think I just think they're just neurodivergent ghosts and they they don't read social cues super well. They just want to make friends and also they don't like kids being abused. Yep, it, they sound fine to me. And and they tell you not to do stuff in your dreams, which it doesn't say if they're good things they're telling you not to do or bad things they're telling you. It just says that they come to people in their dreams and tell them, don't do that. It doesn't tell me whether that's good or bad. So so we had just finished our our overview of these wonderful little monster men who are bad at making friends. But very good at making friends, but just don't have the best judgment. I perhaps just discernment, even. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I, oh. I just did. I just did that to see your face. I just did that to see your face, and that was very mean of me. That hurts. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> it's very funny to watch you recoil. Uh, like, also, it's bad because you have a you have a you have a Brit accent. And oh, like, oh my god, that makes two, even it was worse, even worse. It? Oh, it was, okay. By the way, okay, so we both listened to a podcast called Knowledge <laughs> Fight, and there's this person. Normally, it covers Alex Jones, but there's another person they cover, which is Carrie Cassidy, who does Project Camelot, who does like actually kind of the same stuff Alex Jones does, but in a more wooey way. Yeah. Uh, and one of the people who Carrie Cassidy was fighting with for a long time was this British person who was going for her job so hard, and he would just say discernment all the goddamn time. And now I'm noticing that and apparently Alex, at some point, I noticed Alex he was saying it a lot it. more. Carrie says it a lot. Like, they all say it a lot. Um, and I uh, spend an inordinate amount of my time on QAnon uh, platforms for unrelated reasons, and they also really like to say discernment. And it's just, it's just... Like, Everyone it's who's almost, full of shit likes to say discernment. Like it's almost, it's almost like whatever I hear, like seven words that uh, that like half of a phrase that has like prepared children future in it. I'm just like, yep, that's fourteen words. Like mm-hmm. immediately, like discernment's just like, yep, you're you're a grifter, aren't yep. you? <laughs> immediately, so they just have that judgment. They don't, they don't have that other thing. <laughs> But but I did have to say that just once, just once. It was even worse with your accent. 
Like, God, <laughs> well, and because because I've spent all week coughing, you you might notice there's a slight change in my voice. It's slightly softer than it normally is because I can't go above a certain level without breaking down. So this is this is even worse because Kevin, whatever the fuck his name is, who does it? It's we're channeling aliens now. It's all about use your discernment. <laughs> <sighs> we have described our new ghost friends. Because I don't know about you, but I'm going to have one as a friend. No, no, I'll have one as... No, it just sounds like a person needs a little bit more extra attention. Okay, so we it's been a while since we did this one, but basically... Uh, the Momo and uh, Popo, which is uh, of of our bone cold, which is uh, me and uh, I'm the Popo, and uh, and Fiona's the Momo. Um, we 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 have two we have two kids, and we have to be out for a couple hours after uh, after school is out. And uh, one of them is one of them is seven, and one of them is five. And we hired we hired a Kila, I forget the name already. A Kalinoru. A Kalinoru. We we hired a Kalinoru as a babysitter, and they have to do three things. They have to get them a snack, help them out with homework, and and uh, make sure they have a nap for like an hour. Right. Are they yeah. up to the task? Are they up for the task? So I guess we should do snack first. Um, they're ghosts. Yeah. So I don't think they can make the snacks. Hmm. Are they well, allowed to bring their human companion with them? See, I don't know. Because I feel like we'd have to pay two people. Or we'd have to trade. I don't know how we're doing. I don't know how we're doing our carmune, um, per se. I guess they'd probably trade chores for something to do this. So we'd have to do more. We'd have to trade something of value for the person as well, their human companion. We have to pay their human companion? Do we have to? That's the thing. Well, I think if they're just their good buddy, their good pal, but like they could probably convince them to come give them a hand. Surely, like Mm. it's polite to offer to offer some recompense for it, but we didn't hire their friend. We hired their we hired we hired the Kalinaru. Kalinaru is like human buddy. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think I think that would make it not great because here's the reason. Here's the reason why. We specifically hired the the Kalamaru to do this stuff for us. Now, 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 I think if if their human does it, if their human friend does it, then that's negative points towards the Kalamaru. So I was going to yeah. say people already hire them to be clairvoyant and stuff, but they do that with their human companion. Yeah. So. <laughs> So yeah, it it needs need, needs his little buddy, little friend to come help it out. I don't think that. I think it's not going to be able to do snacks. I think either, either, either we are okay with a human coming over and basically doing part of their job for them, or we don't allow it because we haven't vetted their friend, and the kids have to do it themselves. I feel like as as responsible child havers, we would vet the we would vet the thing. But uh, like, but here's here here's my main thing though. We're we're this we're it's just for the Kalan uh, though, like for this part. Yeah. So I I think the kids are gonna have to do it. 
yeah, they're going to have to probably, they're not going to get a, it's going to be whatever they can reach. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, no, no and we're, yeah, and we're responsible. So we're going to put the snacks up high. The unhealthy ones. They can have the as many ones. apples as they want. Yeah. Yeah. We're responsible. We're responsible co-parents. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, culinary. Yeah. That's the, now the homework, though. Now, there's a clairvoyance. Like, can they latch on to someone to do clairvoyant? Well, you know what? Never mind. That's cheating. I was going to say, could they look into the future to see what the answers are when they get it back? Well, no, but if you're a ghost who's clairvoyant, I feel like you're going to know the answers to children for five and seven. Mm. Like, you and I will know most of the answers for a child's homework in our respective countries. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I feel like the, the ancient being with, with the psychic powers probably has a leg up on us. Probably. Well, I'm going to say that it could probably help out with homework. I'm going to say that they, uh, they're going to get some, uh, okay, well, okay, whatever. I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be okay with, with the homework. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. I was just trying to think of what our commune would teach our children, because, you know, you want to undo stuff that we were taught. Yeah. Well, I always find it quite funny, because I used to, my housemate used to be this really um, Catholic guy, as you know, and it was quite funny, because he and I, both agreed that if we had kids, they were going to get homeschooled. And we both agreed they were going to get homeschooled so that they didn't get brainwashed by the state. And we both had very different ideas about what that meant. Yeah, I would. Uh, my idea of not being brainwashed by the state is probably very different than someone who's like very deeply Catholic. Yeah, and I always found it kind of funny that, that I was like, you know, oh, we're going to teach them social justice and actual history and real like you know, all the stuff that you're talking about and he was like and not being gay and I'm like, hmm. i feel like i want to keep being in his life just so that i can show up and be increasingly gay as his kids grow up mm. and you'd be like gayer and gayer because i will i will age like fine wine i will just get gayer as the years go on and and his children will know that i'm a flaming homosexual they'll have somebody they can go to <laughs> Well, let's let's go into the next one. How do you think they would be uh, good at at uh, doing a nap, putting them down for naps? I mean, a lot of their stories do revolve around child wrangling. Does kidnapping children qualify as wrangling? Because I feel like it does. And I figure if they if they're smart enough to kidnap children, they can somehow take a nap. Well, okay. So I thought you were gonna. I thought you were talking about bedtime stories were told to kids. Um, because they also involve a lot of children kidnap death, like kidnapping and death. They they can just tell them lovely stories of their real lives and pretend that it's a fairy tale. But I figure if they're competent enough to, yeah, I think if they're competent enough to kidnap them, they're competent enough to put them to bed. Also, I'm assuming we uh we made sure that this one doesn't have the propensity to steal children. Well, I just like to think that we are such good parental units that um it doesn't want to take our children no it definitely won't wouldn't want to see yep um, so that's that's my thing and i'm sticking to it also because it managed to bring back those kidnapped children like it says they kidnapped the children but then it also says that it brought them back so i figure if you can do both i think they would have a lot of good stories to tell also i feel like any any children that we would raise together uh, would have a healthy respect of uh, ghosts and monsters, and yeah. probably be 
weirded out that we keep on hiring them to specifically babysit them for some reason when there's so many perfectly fine people. <laughs> perfectly fine people who are fully into the bone cult. Who, oh. And nevertheless, we have a rotating series of monsters. And it isn't until they become like fully adults, they're surfing the internet, they think, oh, I want to listen to a podcast. So they come across this and they go, oh, god damn it. Then their life will make sense. It's like, what? Why did they have that ghost babysit me? I am scared of ghosts now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna do okay on two fronts, but I think it's gonna I, th- I think the snacks is the big And you need to have a good mix of snacks. You need enough to like make sure that they don't that they're not like bouncing off the walls or like too lethargic at the end of the day and fall asleep super early. Well, and also they they don't seem to be that great at choosing friends, so I take back what I said before about their um, about letting their friend come with them because they they don't seem to pick good human friends. So, although like if like and knowing us, we'd probably we'd probably uh, I don't want to call someone broken, but we'd probably pick up a bro- like a partially broken child and try to you know help them. You know we you know. But no, but we'd probably pick. We'd probably end up picking we up picked a, a like, broken child. We would pick a broken child. We'd be like, oh, no. and you know, come, child, let us teach you the ways. Because <laughs> to be, be fair, if we picked a broken child, we would be the best people to pick a broken child because we could yeah. be like, okay, so here's what you do. Yeah, I'd have, an, I'd have enough patience. <laughs> I think I'd have enough patience with it, honestly. Now, so maybe, maybe it will work well. I don't know. That's the thing. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just think the snack thing, because you have to do something light enough to hold them over until dinner, because, you know, of course, we're going to cook dinner, because, you know. Yeah, we're not gone for that long. We're not gone for that long, but, you know, but, like, you know, it's they often eat, like, 10 in the morning. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they eat 10 in the morning. You know, you need a little snack. Mm-hmm. But, mm, <clears throat> I don't know, it depends. It depends. Like, I think I think they're going to be a little upset, because maybe they didn't get, like, uh, like, you know, half of a toasty, like they would normally get. Oh, I mean, or, they'll be cranky, but I feel like the stories will be good. Well, that's what I reckon. Well, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think they're going to be okay. We would just need to, we would just need to uh, maybe give them a little bit of a talking to, say like, hey, you know, I know you're a ghost, but we hear that you know your your cousin stole children, and normally you need <laughs> hands for that. How can you not pick up snacks but <laughs> steal children? That's true. <laughs> That's true. That is a little... Yeah. Now, I guess we need to introduce the next part. <gasps> How beautiful babies. How beautiful boys. They're about to get the shit kicked out of them. Or will they? Because <laughs> you know the... Po- okay, we have to go into this. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I think you may pick up on something we just talked about. <laughs> so, so we should probably introduce our next thing and then... Um, <laughs> Talk about why it's probably a problem. Play, play, us, play us in, Jesse. Play us in. Toddler fight. It's time for toddler fight. I went to go say that in a really enthusiastic and happy voice, and then I realized my voice won't let me do that this week. So, <laughs> welcome to the Thunderdome. 
you enter an American football field. There is a stadium roof. It goes a little bit underground, but mostly it's a standard American football field. On one side, we have the Kalanuru, a little ghost boy who used to be a man. And on the other side, we have a portal. That portal spawns infinite toddlers. They are standard toddler size, so they can grab things with one hand at a time. They can bite, they can punch, they can kick. Jesse knows how much they weigh, because I've completely forgotten. Yep, about 25 to 30 pounds. I do not know what that is in non-freedom units. I think it's around 14. 16. 16. That's 16 kilograms. Uh, and they have, uh, they are big mad, they are big sad, and they just want our cryptid of the week dead. Yep. Uh, so usually this is where we talk about how many toddlers have to die before the cryptid goes down. But as Jesse has quite rightly pointed out, they're dead. They're already dead. So, <laughs> no toddlers. <laughs> a toddler's gonna pop out and be like, wow, and it's gonna have a parent. Just just right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, usually the toddler who, who slays the beast gets to go and be a real boy, but no fight required. Yep. That's gonna be the most well-adjusted toddler from our hell dimension ever. Well, I mean, we have a couple of them. I mean, the one the the one that first popped out when the squonk came out also had a, you know, That's pretty true. easy time at it. Um, but yeah. Oh, by the way, if you haven't listened all the way back, uh, the toddler that gets the killing blow gets a parent. And the rest of yeah. them go back to the toddler hell dimension where they just... Uh, you Sit know, and yeah. wait for a monster to slay. Um, and uh, and if if... if if there's nothing for them to fight, a- a.k.a. a ghost. Then, yeah. Yeah. So it's a zero. It's a zero. So you know, we keep kind on, of a happy we've ending. Ran into, we've ran into a couple of these. Maybe we should, like, maybe we should do another thing for ghosts. Because... <laughs> how many toddlers? How, how, how much can they outrun a toddler with a Ghostbusters machine? I don't... I think they would die of radiation poisoning. I mean, these guys have tiny little backwards legs, so they wouldn't be able to run very fast anyway, so... No, they wouldn't. I was I was thinking it wasn't going to take that many toddlers to murder them, but... Did zero, Deforestation already did that, so... It, it turns out, again, a <laughs> phrase I hate, humans are the real monsters. <laughs> no, it was Hexus from Fern Gully, I've decided. But no, but Hexus is sexy, so we can't. Hexus is also evil. But, but... Oh, so okay. So um, here's something Some I said. Some humans on my... are also sexy. <laughs> well, okay. So I said this on a uh, another podcast, which one of my friends quotes at me all the time. It's uh, where I was trying to. So basically, we were watching a show where one of the main guys, bad guys, for like two of the seasons, is like just zaddy, just like real attractive. And we were we were just talking, and I was just like, we were, you know, the other person was just like. Yeah, well, you keep on thirsting after this person. They're ba- uh, that they're like clearly very evil. And I said, well, maybe attractive people just get a pass. So and they do. <laughs> yeah, but 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 some humans are also attractive. So I'm gonna yeah, say they do. Yeah. Hexus Hexus did it. Yeah, but how how? But that that confused me as a child. It made me partly into what I am today. I feel like. 
Oh, that's the other one I was my friend about, because I think you found Hex as sexy is another congratulations, you're bisexual. I think so. Well, actually, I think if you just, like, absorbed enough Tim Curry, Tim Curry stuff at a young enough age, you're just bisexual at that point. That's literally the only thing I've seen. Oh, you haven't seen Rocky Horror? No, and I don't want to. Please don't it's, make me. Stop I'm not, trying to shove it down my throat. I'm not, no, not I'm not going to try to. Just society in general. No, no, I'm not trying to. I just said I absorbed enough of it as a child. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Rocky Horror Picture Show wasn't something you should have been watching as a child. Maybe my mom was a bad mom. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, there is that. <laughs> maybe, maybe my mom just... Also, my mom didn't read me the nice fairy tale. She read the ones where the kids die because they're bad. I mean, I read them. Yeah, but it's... But I was like, I, I was just learning to read, and she just, she just kept on sh- shoving me things where kids die, and also the kids. You know, you know the f- the first uh, Little Red Riding Hood, the French one that they where they think it came from. She showed me that, and that one involved a lot of cannibalism. I'm also <laughs> obsessed with cannibalism now. Yes, thanks, Jesse's mom. Not really. Go away. Yeah. But you know, I really wish I had a different mother, but you know, whatever. <sighs> but yeah. I don't know. It's zero. We like. I we I we just. Well, I just edited the uh, the 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 Baki Kajira one, which is a ghost well. And I remember you going in like real excited talking about it. I'm just like, yeah, it's a ghost. It's already dead. <laughs> uh, I'm so. excited because it was big enough that it might. It, you 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 still haven't quite grasped my my excitement and enjoyment at killing all of those motherfuckers. Oh, like, no, I understand. You, we just keep on talking to be on about Team Toddler. We need to get you a shirt that says Team Toddler, and then people will be like, "What's that grown man doing wearing a shirt that says Team Toddler?" And I'll have to be like, "Well, lots of murder, good sir." That's 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 why Jesse is wearing that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Or I guess we're done, right? Unless you want to do something yeah. else. That was a real short one. Normally we uh, we go into a lot of detail. <laughs> We do, but yeah, not this time. I imagine also. I imagine. No, I also imagine that the uh, the Kalinura, Kalinuru, is just like as soon as the toddler leaves, I'm just like it's just like just real sad. It's like, oh man, I thought I, I could um, make friends with the toddler, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I uh, I I say this for for context. As an autistic person, I am now just picturing them as autistic ghosts. Just trying to be friends with everybody, not not picking the best people to be friends with, but just real happy to be here and making friends with everybody, and that makes me happy. Yeah, it's just trying real hard. Mm-hmm. Being helpful. This, this, this is why people. the neurotypicals are bad. This is why the neurotypicals need to like you know just chill, chill, just chill. You know, yep. give people more than one chance. Just, just be nice. It's not that hard. It's yeah. actually that hard. But you know, just I mean, it's do hard. your best. Yeah, come on, normies, get it together. 